the summer I turned 18. We lived in a one-room run-down shack on the outskirts of New Orleans. We didn't have money for food or rent, to say the least, we were hard-pressed. Then Mama spent every last penny we had to buy me a dancing dress. Well, Mama washed and combed and curled my hair, and she painted my eyes and lips. Then I stepped into a satin dancing dress I had a split from the side, clean up to my heel. It was red velvet trimming and it fit me good and Standing back from the looking glass there stood a woman where a half-grown kid had stood She said, here's your one chance, fancy, don't let me down She said, here's your one chance, fancy, don't let me down Hello and welcome to the Best Friends Fancast. This is an Allison Rosen fan podcast I am one of your hosts, Rafael Marquez Castañeda. No AKAs. Okay. Uh, and I am also one of your hosts, Lisa Lowry. Fresh from the Proud Boys Convention. How are you doing, Lisa? <laughs> I am double fisting it today, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no surprise there. <laughs> um, <laughs> to... It is Sunday. That's true. Normally, um... I say, when I'm hosting, I say, you know, since Lisa can't be here to make up for the fact, we have a great guest. But Lisa could make it because I fucked up yesterday. And <laughs> I have to apologize very deeply to our guest. And thank you for making time for us again. Welcome back, Nina Hartley. Thank you. We now have a forever lost episode. It's it, like one of those things where everyone's just going to be like, we need to find that lost episode. We have one with Dr. Jen. <laughs> oh, yeah. And one with uh, Jason Dix. <laughs> wow. The unfortunate part about this episode is that I still have my side of the conversation. So, um... <laughs> just really? Play, just play that as the whole episode. Just we figure out what Nina would be saying the whole Ooh, time. That I, is funny. I could just send Nina the blank parts <laughs> oh, with me yes. and she just fills in the blank exactly yeah I like that this, this is a new genre of podcast we're creating right here as much as like i feel bad for you rafi and i felt bad that this happened to nina but i'm so glad that she was able to make it i was bummed that i wasn't going to be able to be a part of it so then when it turned out that i could it's like is it not the worst thing ever? <laughs> right. Well, it must have been meant to be because right. this is one of the few times that I can stay at my mom's house a little longer. So in other circumstances, I wouldn't have been able to do another recording. So you heard here first, Nina said it was meant to happen. I guess. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> Uh, but we rarely get someone able to make it back. And so right. I'm glad that you, I'm so glad that you were able to. Oh, thank you. Well, I think uh, we better get on with the show then before something else happens. Um, Besides this rad audio. <laughs> yes. So I should probably take a picture of how we're recording because this is the most bootleg recording we've ever done, I think. Um, but first, Lisa, do you have any shout outs? You know what? I do have some shout outs. Thank you for asking. I would like to shout out Brit TNC. Brittany just moved from Austin to Lockhart, Texas, and I'm mm. super excited for her. Her house looks awesome. Also, shout out to Heather, my friend, who just moved from uh, Fullerton to Fullerton. And also shout out to another TNC member, Robert, who I ran into 
uh, as I was shopping with my family at World Market, so that was fun. Um, shout out to Von Carmen's Olive, to Whitney C., to Tamara Holler, Ray Morgan, Toby, Luke, Tim, Trice, Superfan Megan, Z Mary Jane, Ulysses, Kimmy, Lee Bruns, Lauren Kelly, uh, thank you for doing a super fun uh, F of the day challenge on Instagram. That was fun. Also to Dr. Jen, we've been having fun with uh, my fitness pal and Fitbit challenges. Oh, Fitbit. Yes. I, I keep saying my fitness pal every time I mention that I'm doing something with Jen, and that's actually where we're doing more of the challenges is on Fitbit. So, um, that's been a lot of fun. I, it's getting me up off of my ass because yesterday I only had 6,000 steps and she sent mm-hmm. me that she got hers. So I started clomping around the house and I got my yes. because I have a she Fitbit. challenged you need, me. You need to add me on your Fitbit. Oh my God, that'd be, a great, that'd be great. The more the merrier yes. because it, it gets me moving. If it's left to my own devices, I'm like, yeah, I could sit here I a know. little longer. Yeah. <laughs> and, like yeah. Sorry. And my last two shout outs are to Leanne Ward and Kelly Lundquist. I love you guys and I hope you're doing well in life. But yeah, Nina, I'm going to add you on there. That would yes. be fun to have more people. Yes, it definitely helps. I was telling uh, Rafi yesterday that um, it definitely helps me stay accountable for my steps, my yes. activity. I have the one where it measures your heart rate and yes. your cardio, heart, you know, fat burning zone, all that stuff. It actually makes it fun to count calories and like I do the calories on my mm-hmm. fitness pal and Fitbit with my steps and they're synced up. So I, I do it all and it's helping me. But um mm-hmm. and that's a shout out to Fitbit, but do you have any shout outs, Nina? Well, I like all those people that you mentioned. You're so much better. You just know more of the people in depth than I do. Um yesterday and I'll just keep it what it was yesterday, I I mentioned Lee Bruns. I just think he's so nice. He's funny. He seems to be a good dad. I like his machinery work that I don't know anything about. Um, and, you know, he's fun to converse with on Twitter. He just, um, yeah. So, Lee Bruns. I would love to drive out to South Dakota and meet Lee Bruns because, I I, first of all, I, the first thing I would say is nice machinery because yeah. Nina said so. Um, but. <laughs> Yes, I would love to go out there. He was hospitable to uh, David Huntsberger, and I think that would be fun Yeah, to meet him. But, yeah, he um, seems down to earth. Totally. He's good people. Mm-hmm. Little rough shout-outs? Well, I have a couple of shout-outs. First and foremostly... Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. ...to this can of Modelo. Um, also, shout-out to Z. Mary Jane. Um and also Von Carmen's Olive. Uh, I like seeing the photos he's posting on Instagram. He needs to post more often. Amen. And shit, there was one more person I shouted out yesterday, and now I can't remember uh, who it was. I can't remember. You know what? It's fine. If I remember, I will shout them out. But uh, I think that's it for now. We Speaking of my fitness pal... Um, we have not one, not two, but three BFF voicemails and a BFF text. But you know what? I'm going to edit the voicemails in because they are six minutes long in total. But it's Megan talking about fitness and dieting and God knows what else. And because we're recording with my iPhone, I can't even look up the uh, voicemail. Damn it. I want to hear this. 
super fan Maggie Poo's sweet little voice. Well, we'll maybe uh, you could put it at the end or something, like add it on, which I don't know if that would make it sound awkward. Oh, I can I can edit it in for sure, but um, yeah. Lisa won't be able to get won't hear it until she hears the episode, which I know she's a, right. a very diligent listener, so <laughs> yeah. she'll she'll get on that right away. Hello, Rafi and Lisa, and whoever is guest hosting with us. This is super fan Megan, and I'm in a good mood and decided to call because it does cross my mind. And then I decide I'm not going to because I'm timid. But I'm, like, feeling good today, and I'm listening to your Reference, Reference, Reference podcast. So I just figured I would type in the numbers before I talk myself out of it. Um, Lisa, you were just talking about your My Fitness Pal app. And it is true that I started fasting because you spoke about your success fasting, and then I fasted, and it was a disaster, and then I heard you talk about your success with my fitness pal, and so I started doing my fitness pal, 1,200 calories a day, um, and I have not weighed myself for like two weeks, because after I had done it for a couple weeks, I did weigh myself, and I weighed exactly the fucking same, and I was pissed. Um, the only day that I don't – I mean, I slip up once in a while with mostly white claws at night, but I'll get to that later. Um, but not very often. Most most days I am at 1,200 calories or less. And so I was like, I'm mad. Fuck this. I don't want to weigh myself because I will just get disheartened. Um, so I have not weighed myself. I can't if I've lost weight yet but like I assume I will it's probably better than what I was doing on my fasting which is just eat all the junk I can and stuff in my mouth in the least amount of time possible anyways so I came up with a couple tricks for myself that maybe would help people I've really like noticed what my weaknesses were and have found ways around them um, to help me like stay on track with the calories Number one, I bought the uh, that product that was on Shark Tank called Kitchen Safe, and they were kind of expensive, more expensive than I thought they would be. Um, a medium one was like $40, and a larger one was $60. But the Kitchen Safe, you can – this is going to be a long message. Holy shit. I don't even – I think it's going to cut me off. Um, the Kitchen Safe is something where you can lock something in the container, snacks, cell phones, whatever – and choose how long you want to lock it for, and there is no way around getting it out after that unless you break it. But because they're so expensive, you don't want to break it. So it's kind of uh, genius there. I, can... I knew that was going to happen. I'm embarrassed. I've been talking too much, but I really want to tell you my diet tips and tricks. Kitchen safe. Get one. Shark tank. Very helpful. Anything like the fucking Halloween candy we have lying around here right now. We stuff that in there. Great tip. Also, I'm a little obsessed with the hydrating. I had a dehydrator, and um, this helps because dried fruit really quenches my, like, sweet tooth cravings. So we have dehydrated bananas and strawberries and kiwis. 
and mango and instead of going for something super sweet I just have that instead I even just bought a second dehydrator so as to mass produce because usually before the first batch was done I was like already nibbled it down to nothing by the time it was done um third thing is 70 calorie white cloth cannot find it outside of target but it has been a blessing because I have, we'll just say several white claws a night. Um, yeah. So those are my tips. I am aspiring to your success, Lisa. Love you guys. I've been listening regularly lately and I'm glad I have. And sorry for talking so much. I forgot one of the most important diet tips and it's worked so well and I love it so much. And I'm sorry for calling again, but there's a program called Vistro. It is a um, meal subscription service. It's all frozen meals, um, and they're all vegan, which works for me because I am vegetarian, and they're super fucking good. But because they're vegan, they um, are all very, very healthy. So... Pretty much every meal lands around 300 to 400 calories, maybe. Um, the 500, a few of them might be 500 calories, but very few. There's a low-calorie meal option where you can just see all the low-calorie options, and that's what I've been getting. So that's pretty much all I eat. I get it delivered once a week. I get 20 meals, and I... Stuff them all in the freezer. There's really no room for anything else in the freezer, so Joss has to compromise a little bit on that, and she's willing. Uh, yeah, so all of my meals are really good, and um, it's not much more expensive as what I would normally spend on groceries per week. So, yeah. Thanks for those calls, Megan. And now we have some text messages from the hotline. First from Demian. Lisa, Lauren, and Jen. Shout out to Jen, to the sweet burn on Rafi for faking asleep in his taking, talking, <laughs> talking. This is Demian. Don't know what that's about, but thanks for sending a text. And we also have one from Dr. Jen. A note about Monday episode with Jamie Lynn. When Allison was talking about Daniel saying skinny mini about Elliot, I got what she was saying. We all need to stop commenting on people and kids' outer appearance and say something else. Especially at a young age, if you keep complimenting or pointing something out, the kid will think, oh, this is what I should look like or shouldn't look like. If you want to say something, it can range from, I like the color of your shoes, to, I used to love to swing too. Sounds trivial, but let's shift it away from the usual, oh, you've grown, your hair's getting so long, blah, blah, blah. Okay, off to another soapbox. Bye. Signed, Dr. C. Hmm, don't know what that means. Thanks, Jen, for your text. Now, to the Monday show. With Jamie Lynn Sigler. Um, I'm curious if you guys are fans of The Sopranos. Lisa, I think you said it's uh, a, a favorite of yours. Yes, The Sopranos. I <laughs> was... When we watched it, we watched it after it was already done. So I kind of already heard some of the hype about the ending, and I didn't care. I thought, well, I know it ended, but I'm going to still watch this show. And when I watched it, I thought, I don't know 
what else I'm going to watch after this. Like, there's mm. not going to be any t- show that's better. It, it was, it blew my mind at how good it was. Little did I know how much TV was going to be amazing. That was the, be- that was the beginning <laughs> yes. of excellent, so true quality TV shows. Yeah. So we, I was like, we don't want to end this because this is like the best show on earth. And um, so I, I am a huge fan. I've only watched it once. And so this me, is me making too, me, me want to rewatch it and see if it, if I can capture that, you know, same magic or is am I spoiled on TV now? Yeah. I actually had restarted watching it somewhat recently and I got like to season three or possibly into four. And then I don't know why I stopped. Um, I think it's because I moved over here and then I didn't have access to Amazon Prime anymore, my friend's uh, Prime account. Um, <laughs> while I was watching it. AKA El Cheapo. <laughs> you know, it's it's not that I'm cheap. It's just that I don't like Amazon. I don't want to give them my money. And, also, mm, and then I guess okay, I could just fair. pay for HBO. Yeah, it's HBO Max. But then it feels like a waste because I don't watch anything on there. I wouldn't okay. watch anything else on there. I hear what you're saying. You want that for Christmas, the box set. Got it. Oh, you God. don't watch anything else, what, on Amazon or HBO Max? On HBO, I don't think I would watch anything else. Oh, come Well, there's on. Sex in the City, but it's like, I mean, you know, how many oh, times? No. Can... <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> how many times can there's I watch? There's so much more to watch on HBO. Preach. True. You gotta have Tell what? Tell them what? Tell them what else? <laughs> well, there's The Wire. There's uh, Six Feet Under. There's um, Deadwood is a favorite Deadwood. of Daniel. There's Arliss. Is that one of your AKAs, Lorefi? Deadwood? Oh, boy. <laughs> well, and then HBO Max has all kinds of other things, like other movies and all kinds of content. Okay, so I'm on the verge of getting Netflix because uh, the Kid Marrow is in a movie on Netflix called Vampires vs. the Bronx. Go check that out for spooky season. And um, so I think this month I'll get Netflix and then maybe next month I'll get HBO and start trying to finish uh, The Sopranos because it is great. It is. Jamie Lynn started talking about the fact that her um, child is in preschool and has been since July. And I know, Nina, you've got a young child. So what were your thoughts on this? Um, I was kind of surprised. I mean, I'm not judging at all. I mean, in a way, I was almost, um, I don't know, like relieved, like, because I have thought about it, but I've definitely leaned against, like, not putting her in right now because it's not, like, an absolute necessity for me, luckily. I have thought I'll probably reevaluate her going back to daycare after the holidays because right now it's like it's right before the holidays entering cold and flu season Uh. I mean we're going to be around our our parents for the holidays that mean we are and I just when she was in daycare it was like every few weeks she would have a runny nose I would get something I mean you know that's common and I just don't know if I feel like dealing with that when the holidays are coming. I just don't. That's a really good point. Allison started talking about how Owen is kind of needy right now. And Lisa, your kids are much older than um, Owen is. But I know that they love you so much. I imagine they always want to be around you. I know we all do. But <laughs> how, how do you feel about um, being constantly oh surrounded by your children? You know, I think they're just at the right age now. Like, I think it's been lucky for me because they are 
very good at doing things on their own. I used to be so hands-on with every kind of schooling and uh, like I didn't send them to preschool or anything. I taught them everything or I would take them to like those little classes where I was there or whatever. So I, I think like we do like to spend a lot of time together, but they being, you know, teenagers, they definitely like to just be on their iPad and they're on TikTok and that's pretty much all they do. But they love their special time where like last night we watched movies or like, you know, we plan out special things to do. But but yeah, they're, they kind of like their own space right now, which is kind of good. I mean... I, I know I'm going to miss it when they're gone. And this is like a weird transition because the pandemic is like, I, I don't know. It's like forcing us together, which I am totally comfortable with. Like with, uh, what was her name from the show? <laughs> Jamie Lynn. So Jamie Lynn was talking about how it was kind of like a transition. And like for me, I always had the kids around me. So it wasn't new to me. And I, I'm very comfortable in this family I've created. It's very fun and I like hanging out with them. So it's not, you know, oh, God. You know, like she was saying when the kids are back in school, she felt like she was going to be a bomb or something. Like she was going to be in in the in bed with a joint. And, yes. And to be I, honest, I mean, the first day the kids were back in real school this last week, I was like, I texted uh, Dr. Jen, and I was finally getting back into my exercise routine. I had music going. I was dancing around. I said, I'm dancing around the house like I'm on the set of Singing in the Rain. <laughs> like a crazy person. Yes, I, I, I was so understand. happy. But, so, like, that part was great. But also, you know, yeah, it's it's, it's not too much of a transition because, yeah, we do like to be around each other. So it's it's not too different. So is that what you would put in your daily gratefulness uh, thoughts journal? I think... Yes, because I think I'm grateful that I already am comfortable around my family and enjoy spending time with them and know how to be in this family dynamic. So it wasn't a struggle, but also this maybe forced amount of more time. I am grateful for that because it's not been bad. Um, But the biggest thing to be grateful for is like food, water, a place to live. I'm just like... I know people have so much worse and I feel Mm. like I am as much as I was struggling with this mentally in the beginning, I feel like uh, even though the mental part still comes and goes a little roller coaster, but I think I'm really trying to like get the best out of the situation, especially because I don't know when it's going to end. So now like that could be really scary. So I'm trying to, you know, Hey, let's be healthy. Let's, let's put on cute clothes. I don't know. Yeah. Put on lipstick. Let's have a dirty martini at one forty-five in the in the afternoon on a Sunday, like right now. Mm-hmm. Nina, are you good with gratefulness? Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I, I do think about it. Um, we mentioned yesterday, like being grateful for something like your health when you're fortunate enough to be just a generally healthy person is sometimes hard to appreciate it so much, and until maybe something bad happens even if it's minor um but yeah i i do i am mindful of of my daughter being able to be with me that we have that option that she can stay at home I'm, I'm, it's not like i'm forced to like well she has to be in daycare you know i have to go into work or something i'm very uh, grateful for that that we have that option 
and that, you know, my husband's job, his job hasn't been compromised or we haven't had to worry about that. Thank goodness. I am, I am very aware of that. Yeah. I struggle with feeling grateful for things. Um, I do know that I'm so lucky, but like I said yesterday, you know, you, you don't really notice it until something goes wrong or until you're sick or something is bad in your life then you you just wish you could go back to when things were good um so i struggle with that but you know i can't complain either way i can be i don't get sick very often but when i do i'm very pitiful <laughs> like <laughs> at the very beginning of all this happening i don't know what i had and i'll never know like if I just had a weak case of the flu or if I had this, it was at the very beginning of March and I had a hard time kicking, feeling cruddy and uh, this, the awful cough that I had. And I texted my good friend. I was like, is this just how I feel like from now on? Like, oh, am I just going to feel like this forever? <laughs> like, I was just so convinced that this is my new normal. She's like, eh, you'll be fine. One of the oh things that, that Jamie was talking about, as far as, like, they were all sick, and yeah, um, one thing that I was noticing just in general is typically we go through a few cold seasons, and we haven't had any of them. Nope. None of us have been sick. My daughter mm-hmm. especially is usually, like, pretty sick around this time, and then usually maybe, like, February-ish. Um, but even last year, none of us have really been sick, and it's right. because we all have masks, we're all washing our hands, we're all doing, like, the stuff that, like, is really going to keep you from being sick in general. So I was surprised to hear that she was like, you know, the normal thing, but I, for- but I forgot that she's sending her kid to daycare, so mm-hmm. I, that, that, that's, that's a germ, germ city. <laughs> and it totally is. Like, whenever I would pick up my daughter from daycare... She wasn't, like, dirty, but I just knew, like, uh, I need to take you home. And first thing we're going to do is we're going to wash your hands, change your clothes, and you got to clean up. I got to wipe your face. And throughout this whole thing, I've always kind of been like this, but especially now, I'm not, like, an absolute germ freak or anything. But I just, I hate always feeling like the second I walk in the door, I have to change my clothes and I'm always kind of worried. Like I'm, it's not like horrible, but I just hate the fact that you're always having to think about it. Like, Oh yeah, I got to put more hand sanitizer on. I got to wipe down whatever I got to. Speaking of hand sanitizer, I've went to a couple stores in the last couple weeks and they offer the hand sanitizer at the uh, in the opening of their store, and it smells like bad cheap tequila. Have you yes. have you all? I mean, I'm like, oh my gosh, this smells awful. I mean, like yes. like tequila. So the first time I had that was when we went on our family vacation to June Lake. We went there, and every single place had sanitizer that smelled like like a shitty margarita. Yes. <laughs> well, I'm like. I kind of want Mexican food, but, like, I'm kind of turned off by this. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I, was, it was bad. I, I didn't know if it was real, if someone's making something homemade. And now I'm starting to see that other places a little bit. But that was the first place that every single place I'm like, oh, it's that stuff again. What is this? I just mm-hmm. thought it was that city. Like, they made some local grown whatever. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I don't know what it is. That is. Rafi, have you come in, into contact with this? Oh, yeah, of course. More than normal? Oh. It's. It's very troubling because 
I want to see a brand name. And I know mm. they could just be filling that bottle with whatever, but I want it to say Purell or, you know, something like mm. that. Like, I want to see Clorox wipes. I don't want to see Sani Corp. Like, I, I don't know who the right. fuck is bottling this garbage. I don't know what's in there. At work, they give us um, wipes and sanitizer, but it's like some random company I've never heard of. And it says, you know, a bunch of chemical names on the side. And I'm like, am I rubbing poison on my skin? Like, how the hell would I know? Yes and no. Yeah. Well, yeah. I know that we had talked about going to that Blinking Owl distillery, Lorafi, that Kirsten Bangs Nest owns, and they make their own hand sanitizer. Mm. So I'm curious to know if, like, the ones that they're distilling smells like that or some sort of whiskey or something, <laughs> or, like, what is the reasoning behind this? Also, with the with the masks and all that, I, I was thinking about it recently, like, even if there's, like, a vaccine, even if it's, like, eradicated, I'm still, like... I kind of like the mask. Like, I might just, I mean, I have to be around people all day at work. I might just mm. wear the mask anyway, like, 10 years from now. Like, who the hell knows? Well, you can, sure. And my yeah. daughter said the same thing when I picked her up from school. She's like, even when we're allowed to wear them, I'm still going to wear them. I said, that's probably a good idea because she gets sick more than anybody in the family. Mm. And before, this whole thing hopefully will change, uh, you know, the way people send people to work or school or people going to work sick. Because everybody did. There's always sick kids in class. And, like, every, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? That was just the thing. Oh, one kid's going to school sick, and then everybody gets sick. Maybe now people will stay home or they'll wear a mask when they're sick like they do in other countries. <laughs> but um, right. Well, I don't I, mind the mask that much, except for lipstick is a problem. I know. Well, not just lipstick. It's, like, your, your blush, your foundation. Yeah. I mean, what's going to be the point of that? I was thinking about that when I was... I know, you don't even have to just do your eyes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I was... When I was picking the kids up from school, I was thinking, man, all these girls in high school and guys, all of these people... First of all, the girls are wearing makeup for probably one of the first times or whatever. They're getting yeah. into it. Mm-hmm. But also, they're going through like the changes of like skin and acne. Now, imagine a mask on acne. I was just like, oh my god, that would just be so troubling for me. It, yeah, it could make it worse, but also, at least you're not showing it, except mm-hmm. unless it's like on your mm-hmm. forehead. Oh my god, that would have been a saving. That's... Okay, yeah, I like this. I, had... I like this. Hiding behind the mask. See, I used to just have my hair to hide behind. Now I have a mask, too. Yeah, I had pretty bad acne in high school. I didn't, but it was still just enough. Enough when you're embarrassed for even one. It's like it's mm-hmm. like Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Like, oh, cool. Well, a lifesaver was Accutane. I got on Accutane my first year of college, and um, I haven't had a pimple in like 17 years. Oh my gosh! None whatsoever. Black wow. head, nothing. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, equally um, as terrible as acne is the fact that Jamie Lynn has had MS for almost 20 years. Yeah. That was a joke. She. Uh, that's <laughs> much worse than acne. But. Oh yeah, I'm like yeah. Amen, brother. Like yeah, it is bad. <laughs> So we know that uh, we have a BFF person that has MS that was recently not too long ago diagnosed with it. Mm. And something Jamie Lynn said that I thought was really interesting is that she said, you know, people say you don't look sick to her. And she said, you know, that's like saying, oh, you don't look like your dad is an alcoholic. Lisa, is your dad an alcoholic? (laughs) Shockingly, no. 
Um, <laughs> you jerk. <laughs> um, that was a weird analogy, though, for her to say, because it didn't. I, that didn't really make sense to me. But to me, like, someone with MS could be so many different things. So for someone to say that, it's like they're looking for a reason for you to be like, well, you should look sick for me to care or something. I don't know. Like, why would you even say that to somebody? No, I, I did think it was a, a good example. I mentioned that to you yesterday. Um, like, the example of, like, well, you don't look like you come from, uh, like, a family of alcoholics. Um, I, I, she, she's very pretty. And, um, at, you know, we don't see her day to day, like, going out and about. We don't see her, like, walking with a cane or right. having to be in a wheelchair or anything like that. She doesn't look gauntly or anything like that. So, you know, for good or bad, I mean, it's, you know, it just is. But I think because she's pretty and she seems to be doing pretty well with it, I guess people are surprised. I mean, it, it's a weird question. Don't get me wrong. Right. It is one of those, like, well, let's see you lamp. I mean... I, uh, but yeah, I guess that is a good analogy because you can't judge people. If someone says they have something, I you wouldn't, can't. I wouldn't even say like, well, you don't look anything. It's just like, oh man, that sucks. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know? and I mentioned th- that one of my really good friends, um, there's a kidney disease that runs in her family. She got a kidney transplant several years ago and she's oh, done very well. But even right up before she got the transplant, like I would... I would never know. Like, no one would know. I mean, wow. I knew personally that right. she was, you know, needing a transplant, but she's beautiful. Like, that's very superficial. Like, she's pretty. She wasn't, um, you know, hobbling along or, or she worked, but she needed a kidney transplant. And, wow. you know, her health is compromised because of it. She has to be on immunosuppressants for the rest of her life and this is and that. Is she allowed to see anybody ever right now? I mean... Not really. No, wow. she um, she's luckily been able to, uh, from her work, be able to uh, work from home for now. Oh, that's good. So I she's do feel very, bad very that, careful. that Jamie had to hide it. It is kind mm-hmm. of su- I, it is kind of surprising that she would feel like she would need to hide that, but being someone like her that's in the public eye, I guess you probably think your everything's under scrutiny, so you don't want to harm any chances of you know work or whatever. Well, and I would also think that being an actor, like from what I, not like I know anything about show business, but like if you are signed on to a show or a movie, don't you have to have like a health uh, evaluation, like for insurance oh, or something? Yeah, maybe. And would they not know about the MS? And and I, for me, I would, I guess if I were her, I would be afraid, like, oh, no, if they find out about my condition, will that, will that cost me jobs that I, that I would really want? Right. For good, you know, for unfairly or whatever. Yeah, you just, you never know what uh, someone's going through. I agree. So Ruffy, how are you? What, what's going on? Oh, man, Lisa. <laughs> Things are rough, let me tell you. They could be worse. I could be dead. Like James Mm -hmm. Gandolfini, her Sopranos co-star, who taught her something very important. He told her that this is your time, not theirs, when she would, you know, need an extra take or if she was going in to uh, read for a part. And I think that's great advice for, I know, someone like me with low self-esteem, taking up space is something that, I have had to work on and I feel like I'm doing better at it. Um, 
But I don't know how you guys feel about his advice to her. I found it to be amazing advice, but it's also... Mm-hmm. And not to dismiss your feelings, Lil Ralphie, but as a man, it's a little easier to oh, be... Yeah. Co- to take up the space that you want because that's what you've been told and as a woman you're told to just be quiet and and not as even like she said don't be a problem just like fit in and go with the flow yeah and, be agreeable and right. she was young yeah so now you're a woman and you're an actor who's trying to get a part so you're like cowering to these people that are above you so you're trying to like basically beg them <laughs> to hire you so, like, to demand something of their time, which, but his point is, it's your time, mm-hmm. um, was such a cool way of looking at it. So, I, I think if she learned something from that, I think that's awesome. I think all of us could learn something from that. I mean, if we could all live life like that, that's kind of huge to just be like, this is your space and you're allowed to have it. And take it. <laughs> and don't apologize yeah. for that. Because <laughs> really, no one's going to give it to you. Really. I mean, right. for the most part. Right. True. And Unless, if they are yeah. already giving it to you, like this is your space to audition, take yeah. all of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was very nice of him that he wanted to mentor her in some way and be like, look, you know. I mean, you know, because he was more experienced than her and all this yeah. and that. I mean, you are going to get those great people in your life, but for the general people that don't know you that you're just trying to work with or be around uh, if you're not going to really stand up for yourself or just uh, assert yourself then really no one's going to do it for you it's that's just, very true it's not how it's how it happens and i think she's lucky to have him as one of her role models in life i mean some of the men i worked for really were not like that to me they very much dismissed me and treated me like i'm just a dumb broad that should just sit still and not think. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. so to have somebody that's ba- backing you up and saying, "Hey, you know, take 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 what you deserve, what you deserve." I think that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, he was such a good actor, and sad that he's gone. I know, but also one of the worst eaters on camera. <laughs> was he? Like, oh are you talking God. about like Sopranos? Yes. Like bad manners? Is that what you're talking about? No, no, no. About? I think, well, now that I know more about um, acting and behind the scenes stuff, because I hear other people talk about it, it was just a tactic to not eat more. It's just oh. to move the food around. But I was like, it was right, so right. distracting to me that he would move the noodles around so much that I was just like, oh my God, he's such a disgusting eater. I never noticed that. I'll have to look back maybe. <laughs> it took me out of it a tiny bit, little Rafi one. <laughs> No, I'm just laughing at that. Um, oh. I don't. I don't think his eating ever. Well, I mean, eating in general, just watching people eat is kind of weird. But yeah, yeah, I don't think I ever noticed that exactly. You know, rewatching I Seinfeld, I didn't realize how much they eat in every episode, and the eating and talking <laughs> at the same time. Where I'm like, oh my gosh, this is problematic. <laughs> Maybe it's my well, and part of part of their eating was part of the situation and that is very true and some of the things where it was like it added to the comedy of it the yeah, exactly that's yeah. was i'm half eating something and saying my line it was like and it was perfection so it, but i didn't realize how much food was involved i mean i know little rafi i've given you gifts that are all seinfeld related that are, are i've not run out of food related items but like their eating is like woof. yeah yeah, it's funny, like, I will randomly send you uh, little Seinfeld mm-hmm. clips. Mm-hmm. 
on Instagram. I'm oh like, my oh, god, she I need to thinks send, I'm not annoying. I'm gonna send little Ruffy the one that you, one of the ones you sent me. That I said this should be a cover for our show sometime, especially if we're heavy Seinfeld dropping, which we haven't been this episode, which is surprising. But there was one yeah. picture that you sent me. I'm like, I'm going to save this. It's going to be the cover for the show sometime because when we're just like going heavy on Seinfeld, which is mm-hmm. often, we have yeah. to use this picture. <laughs> okay. I'll have to think which one it is. I'll look back. It's the jar one. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> they did a segment that we haven't heard in some time. They did How Dare You. And Allison asked her about losing her virginity. And at first she said yeah lost it in my boyfriend's bed and then she comes out with the truth "Ah, his mom did walk in on us it's like (laughs) how did you forget about that well i had a friend who told me that his mom walked in on him and i feel like that must have been a very awkward situation i don't know what i would do really yeah your kids are getting older um Oh yeah. Well, my son walked in on us once at the at the old house, and I was—he was much younger, so it was just like, "Oh, ready then." Yeah. <laughs> I think I would feel more awkward if it was my mom walking in on me rather than the other parents. Right. I yeah. Now, I mean, it's part of the reason why we never do it because it's like, first of all, our house is like super creaky. You can hear everything that's going on. I mean... Another question that Allison asked was about the most expensive thing she bought outside of her car. And she mentioned that she bought a Rolex. And um, yeah, I, being a watch nerd, I had to comment on that. Allison was a little surprised that you could get a Rolex for a few thousand dollars. They start around five uh, for a new one. And they go up from there for quite a bit. So, yeah, if you well, got... and Jamie was like a few... She said it, I think, downplaying it. See, that's like, exactly Ugh. what I was going to say. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, yeah, I spent 12000 Right. Know. Like, oh, I spent a few thousand, and then when yeah. thousands, like, aren't those, like, way more than a few? It's like, well, yeah, yes, yeah, she totally, <laughs> like, innocently was like, no, they're more than that. I don't think, like, I've seen... Uh, I'm not an orologist like Lil Rafi, but... Um, a horologist my apologies but wow. i am not a fan of the style of rolex it for myself um but I, maybe i just haven't seen, because i'm not you know well versed in all of that but um mm-hmm. there are a few watches that i really want there's one that's like two thousand dollars that i really want but is it a rolex no it's a shoot omega but oh, okay. it's like from 1950 something. It's old. It's mm. not like some newer. There's not any new watches that I really want. So, and it's a man's watch. So, but I'm manly, right, Ruffy? <laughs> well, we talked about this yesterday. How, well, first of all, I think the model, because it's very common with, you know, people who don't know a ton about watches, I guarantee you the model she has is the Lady Date Just. And that's, uh, it's around like seven. Yeah, that's about what it would be. And it's like, Rolexes are perfect for people who don't know much about watches but want a good watch that no one will ever like I said yesterday it's like a Mercedes like everyone it's like knows it's like an easy safe like luxury mm. yes. piece everyone knows it's good no so one's going to complain so you wouldn't get one Lil Rafi there are some that I like but okay. I I could not there cuz there's just much better watches that I like more that I I wouldn't bother wasting money on a Rolex um, unless I had like tons and tons to waste. But. Would you wear like? Would you want? Ideally, 
F U money, three hundred and sixty five different watches. No. <laughs> oh. Okay. If I had <laughs> F U money, I would probably have like I'm assuming like ten or less. Oh, just, really? Just, just because then you like you don't get to enjoy them like it's yeah, just it's like once you have that's true i'm starting to get that way with all my shoes because i keep getting more um for i think part of it is because of covid i'm we're not going out i'm not wearing shoes out except for maybe i did yesterday or whatever but it's like what once a month i'm gonna wear these shoes that are in a box that i paid two hundred dollars for like come on yeah man. um so i feel i feel bad for them sitting in the box <laughs> Yeah, me too. Well, Lisa, there's a a watch that I mentioned. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with the Cartier Tank. I looked, I looked uh, the crash no. one up. Oh, yeah. yeah. I did. So, I looked it up last night. The Cartier Tank is like a rectangular watch. It's classic, and it's just perfect for, like, especially for a woman. And there was one lady who got into a car accident, supposedly the story goes, and the case of the watch was like so bent up that they sent it into Cartier to get fixed and they were like this looks cool and they made a watch called the Cartier Crash and what? I think that is the perfect watch story. for you it's a little more than the Omega but it's uh it's definitely worth it <laughs> I think well okay yeah. so the one I want is from like 1957 it's the Hamilton Ventura so it's not Omega oh this is the Art Deco-y watch Yes, okay. it's uh, it's like triangular and it's two tone gold and black. I, I, like this is the if I was gonna get a watch that I was gonna wear every day and be very proud of, this would be the watch I would get. I think you should look look up the Cartier Crash. I think they're pretty hard to find, but it looks kind of similar, and really? I think really? you'll enjoy it. It's an interesting, it's a unique oh, style. That is cool. That looks like um, what's his face's clock? Salvador mm. Dali. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what's his face you know <laughs> holy shit that's expensive yeah they are and fifty six thousand. that's when i look yeah they're very worth they're more than my me. whole body <laughs> that it will be on <laughs> yeah you're gonna wear it 24 7 yeah oh yeah buried with it nobody's getting that shit <laughs> mm -hmm. Um, that is pretty cool. I like it, the abstractness of it. That's pretty cool. Yeah, and the story, if it is true, which I think it is, it's just kind of remarkable that, like, what happened to this lady's arm that the watch got right. beat up and she's just fine? <laughs> like, Right. No. Oh, jeez. Oh, my arm's accordion, but my watch looks cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, did you guys have anything else for Monday? The only thing I didn't mention yesterday that I thought about was they mentioned something about um, not always wanting to get your mom's input because the second you do, I think they were talking about dating. Like, uh, oh yeah, with maybe uh, when Allison with started. Daniel. Yeah, like she didn't want to tell her mom right away because she didn't want her mom's input to influence how she felt about him. And I've noticed the last several years, and this isn't about dating or anything, like, I think a lot, most of people are like, oh, you know, my mom will know what to tell me. Like, that's what kind of what you grow up with. Like, my mom will know. She knows everything. She, she has my best interest and all this and that. And my mom does, but I've noticed maybe as I've gotten older and we do have 
in a lot of ways different different personalities and preferences and my mom is just a human um that I don't go to her all the time for advice because I'm like mm. you know I just don't and plus sometimes I just don't want to hear it if we could play the clip of her of her on the show earlier, that would be. Oh good time God! Right I'm just like she'll be. I'm sorry. I probably sounded a little bitchy. I hope no I did way. That. First of all, I thought I, I don't even know what I was thinking, but I, I I totally agree. I I always wished I had that kind of mom, and I I hope my mom is not listening, even though I know she wants to be part of the Facebook group. Um, but I. I was always her caretaker. I was always the one oh. that she came to me. I was like her advice person and like she would come to me when she was breaking up with a boyfriend or like oh whatever. Boy. Like I was always trying to like make sure she was okay. Oh boy. So I always hoped for that kind of relationship with a, a parental unit and I did not have that. But yeah. Um, but she was great in other ways that has made me a better mom with my kids. But I think the taking advice, she's never been one to... She'll say her little comments here and there, but in general, if she really doesn't like something that I've said or done, she'll be like, oh, Lisa, you're so funny. <laughs> she <never laughs> That's said. her way of letting you know. Yeah. Really. And I'm like, oh, I'm being bitchy, am I? <laughs> you don't like my opinion. Um, mom, but, mom is... Go ahead. Yeah, but my mom doesn't in general, like, uh, she doesn't put her opinion or this is what you should do. I mean, there's been some times where my house is maybe not cl as clean as she would have ha liked, right. and she'll come in and just start sleeping. I'm like, cool. Well, how <laughs> often can you come? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But mom, in general, mom. she's pretty, like, quiet about that. We're more like... We were kind of always more like friends in a way, so... My mom, she doesn't just doll out unsolicited advice. She's definitely not like that. She will keep a lot of things to herself or maybe just brushes it off her shoulders. She's very like that, to, almost to the point where it's like, come on, mom, have oh. an opinion. Um, it drives me nuts. But um, I just still don't want her input. I don't actively seek out, hey, what do you think about this? Right. Um, because whatever she says, I don't know. But... I don't think I've ever had anybody that I, I, and maybe it's because of my relationship with my mom that I've never been a an invite an advice seeker with my friends with with really with my parents anything. But now I think now as a forty five year old woman, I'm finally to the point where with mostly with Allison people and with some of my old friends where I am starting to ask for advice for things and open up about things that I never really did before, which it's kind of cool. And I never really thought, I just always try and do everything on my own. Just like, I'll just figure it out. I'll whatever. I'll just internalize it. And you know, the, yeah. all the piles under my rug are, are going to be really like mountainous soon, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I have a couple good friends because I trust their judgment and how they talk and think about things. And I know uh, how they see things and how they, their beliefs and stuff that I will seek out their opinion. That's pretty special. I think that's yeah. Cool. It is. I do. And um, they do the same for me, which I feel really good about. That's nice. Um, and I think my friends would have earlier. I just never, I think, even with my mom, like a lot of relationships, I don't ask for that. So 
why would someone just give it to you unless you're asking for it? You know what right. I mean? Well, some people do. That I mean, is true. People, that is true. That is and true. And it's a little annoying, but right. um, <laughs> with my mom, and I'm, I'm, I, it, I think it's mostly not because I think she'll give me bad advice. Um, I think she'll try to give me the best advice she can, but I, I think it's part of growing up that you start seeing your parents as just people and not right. like super women. Yes. And also learning from their mistakes and thinking, oh, wow, I can do what, I'll take what they gave me and do better. And that's, I think, the best part of being a a mom is seeing what my mom did. She gave me great things that I can turn into even better. Yeah, exactly. Like build upon that. Yeah. I mean, to me, my mom has always been like a grown-up she's always had to be a grown-up like Ah. I could never imagine her being a kid you know she she had to grow up very very young um so my kids have a different experience at this household (laughs) they're like my "My parents are crazy (laughs) yeah my mom is so not like that um I mean my mom in a lot of ways I mean I really uh I love my mom and I respect her and all this and that she's very like a stable force and she always has been um, but yeah, our personalities are just kind of different. And I think it's just because I've grown up and, you know, we change a little bit. And so in a way over the years, it's kind of disappointed me. Like, yeah, oh, my mom is just a person. You yes. Know? She's not superwoman, even though she acts like she is. <laughs> yeah. Yep. yep. Do you have siblings? I, d- I don't know if I knew that. I have did. a younger brother. He's eight years okay. younger. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's her baby. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's the, there's the rub. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's fine. It's fine. It's just yeah, he's definitely the baby. I think now it is time for our segment that I can't pull up the audio for. Ooh, I can. Do you want me to? Sure. And in the meantime, because uh, if we're gonna talk about Greg, I'm gonna need one of these. <laughs> We for sure are because I got to witness some of because I don't listen to childish anymore. I don't either. Um, but I love I love listening to LK's childish chat. I get the best of what I missed. Um, yeah. But since they did the video, I thought, okay, I'll take a peek, and it frustrated me. <laughs> but I'm 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 excited to hear what Lauren has to say so that I can chime in on that and not talk about how much I am bothered by Greg. It's time for LK's Childish Chat. Hi, Lisa. Hi, Rafi. Hi, friends. This is LK with some Childish Chat. Um, so Greg said that he went for a six-mile walk with Judd Apatow and another dude, and um, that they were giving him a little bit of shit for the fact that he's going to be uh, doing some stand-up for the first time. He said that his agent um, like was telling him when the gigs were, and they were I guess, I don't know if he was saying they were canceled or, um, or if the agent was saying that, but like he assumed that these were all canceled and they weren't actually canceled, I guess, some of them because the one club owner like called him and was asking about getting, picking him up from the airport. Um, and so he decided, I guess, to actually go out and do a gig. Um, and also said he did a, um, like an outdoor show he's either did outdoor shows or is doing an outdoor show where it's like um it's a storefront like a pillow store that you have to be let in and then you go out back and there's a tent out back for like 20 to 25 people um and he said 
um, that that was nice. Um, a car alarm went off, so he said a car heckled him, <laughs> and he said also, like, you can't do old stand-up, like, it doesn't, um, really make sense during these times when, you know, you're not, you, you didn't go out to a restaurant the other day, like, when you're telling these stories. He said, like, the stories should feel like you're being honest, so, you know, obviously you can't say, you know, when I was bowling yesterday or whatever. And then Allison was talking about how some stand-ups um, will laugh at their own jokes, kind of like as if they just came up with it and it's funny to them too. Um, and Greg said he kind of hates that. Um, and Allison said that uh, she was thinking of Pete Holmes uh, and he, he does that and she likes him as a stand-up. Uh, so she didn't have a problem with it, but I guess Greg does. Uh, Allison said that Elliot's been talking some gibberish, kind of speaking his own language sometimes. Um, and she'll join in with him and like respond to him with like this made up language. And she said maybe from the outside, it sounds like they're casting spells or something. And uh, Greg thought it was maybe because like, you know, kids hear adults speaking fluently all the time. And like a little kid like Elliot you know, maybe can't keep up. So maybe he like made up his own thing to kind of be like, look, I do it too. <laughs> um, Allison's parents, Allison was with her parents and they were talking about a kid, like really coming, coming into his own. And she thought, and like, you know, praising, giving praise and compliments about this kid. And Allison thought that they were talking about her kids, of course, cause she's there. She was there at the time. And she said she kind of like puffed up a little bit and was feeling proud and then realized that they were talking about her sister's kids. And then I guess she kind of felt like a little bit, um, embarrassed and a little bit, um, competitive, uh, between her kids and their kids. And she feels like she's the one who's there the compliments should be for her and her kids. <laughs> and she also said, um, we like learned a little bit about, about Allison's sister. She said that she, I guess, is a stay-at-home mom right now because she has a new baby, um, but she's a public defender. Um, and she has a five-year-old and a baby. Uh, Greg said in the news, the, what do you think the cost of a baby is? Like from baby to adulthood, not including college expenses. Um, and this is for a kid born in 2015. And the answer is about $233,000. And that is where Greg made the not-so-hilarious joke that no woman should ever feel ashamed of having an abortion because it's like she just hit the lottery. And Allison says that in the news, um, they're saying uh, that since the quarantine, alcohol and marijuana use is up in parents. Um, and I totally believe that. Sometimes a little bit of the... Uh, uh, marijuana makes parenting a little bit easier and like she was saying like to for transitions or I don't remember which one of them was saying it and I was thinking yeah because it's like when you're home with your kids all day and and you know you've been kind of stuck at home there's no really going out um, it's nice to have like a little bit of a transition like okay now we're going into like evening time and I'm chilling or bedtime or so I, I totally understand that um, and they referred to marijuana as mother's little helper. And I have never heard that before, but uh, probably pretty accurate. Uh, Greg, and I forget at what part exactly what it was, but Greg like did some deadpan and Allison didn't perceive it. And he said he offends a lot of people that way. And I, I don't think I offend people that way, but I think a lot of times people don't realize that I'm making jokes because I do it <laughs> like so flat. And um, I have a friend who he and I would do it to each other. And sometimes we would even get each other, even though we knew, even though we know that each other does that all the time. Um, and Greg's high was that his teen daughter actually wants to hang out and spend time with them. 
And his low, um, sadly, was that Eddie, Eddie Van Halen uh, passed away. And uh, Allison's highs, high and low was that Elliot was calling all the shots. I think we kind of knew that. And he was like, you know, kind of being on his tablet a lot and being on um, and kind of like messing with Owen's bedtime. And Daniel wasn't coming out of Elliot's room at bedtime until like 11 o'clock. So Allison said they kind of made a list and put into practice uh, some things that she wanted to do, like less screen time and things like that. And so now... Uh, things are going much better. And I think it's like that a lot with kids where you think like, oh, when I take away their pacifier, they're not going to be able to sleep. Or when I stop breastfeeding or when, you know, you take away the bottle or whatever. Um, and then kids always do so much better with it than you think they're going to. Um, but I definitely need to limit the screen time. It's gotten a little bit out of hand during quarantine. So I think I have to come up with, with a way to do that. Oh, and OMG, I wrote a caller, went to the mountains, called in and said, we, they went to the mountains with their friends and the friends, I guess the caller had kids and the friend of the caller had like a nine month old baby and they were feeding it like junk food, like chicken nuggets and fries or something. And she was wondering, should she say something to them about the poor diet that they're feeding their kid? And Allison was like, very strongly, no. <laughs> and I thought, oh my God, I would be so offended. Because also it's like they were on vacation. So sometimes maybe on vacation, you just kind of give your kids like, stuff that you know that they like just so that the eating times aren't an issue so you can't judge someone on what they do on vacation um I also agree that that's not a healthy diet for a nine-month-old but yeah you can't you gotta stay out of people's business so that's it for now I like y'all so much bye-bye oh Lauren you're the best <laughs> um man that last topic hit home for me big time because mm-hmm. uh I well, first of all, when you're on vacation, yeah, there. This is a JMO I've almost sent in. When I go to grocery shop for when we go camping or on a road trip, I always am like, "We're going on a road trip." Obviously, I would never buy this shit normally. <laughs> um, so I always, because I always feel like bad. But um, nine months old, and you're trying to give them something they're used to. That's not good. Uh, nine months mm. old is a baby. Yeah, uh, uh, we've had two friends. We have one friend that we went over to. She was not a close friend. We went over to their house and she put Pepsi in the baby bottle. Mm, oh boy! And I was like, okay, these are people I'm not gonna be friends with. And then we had some really close friends. It's funny how you can really judge how your friendship is gonna go once you guys have kids together because they're together. But right at the same time, because it's like, oh, oh, you're those kinds of parents. Mm, exactly. Um, our friends, well, not only were they swingers, and that was a problem, but also wow. their daughter, they just fed her cheese puffs, like ju- just like total white trash diet, just cheese mm. puffs. Um, as a baby, like now my kids, that's yeah, crazy. they're going to have junk food, but like that's all that, that was her diet. It was chicken nuggets, literally, and like cheese puffs and stuff. As yeah. a baby, like I was making my kids food still at that yeah. time like you don't let it slip that early <laughs> well that age at least my experience at that age at nine months and stuff my daughter was much more agreeable with whatever i wanted to feed yes her. exactly you can feed them what you want at that age that they don't the, object i mean yes. she never did really um, they don't know any different at that age that's exactly yeah exactly um the whole thing, like, should you, should this caller say something? Right. That's no, a no. you don't. I mean, yeah, I ghosted most even, friendships. 
<laughs> yeah, even assuming that maybe that wasn't just because they were on vacation, I think you got to weigh out. Is yeah. this important enough for yeah. me to, to mention lose it? They, the friendship? That's exactly right, yeah. because it could end your friendship or it'll just change it. It won't be the same. And it is amazing, and this has happened to me both ways, um, where the slightest thing can change or end a friendship. People yeah. think, oh, if you've been friends for 10, 20 years, right. and you've been through so much, one little thing couldn't change it. Yes, it can. Oh, yeah. And yes, when it comes it to kids, that's even more of a trigger for people. Oh, definitely would be. Yeah. And I can't remember... <laughs> I can't remember the, uh, it's not like it's happened a ton, but, um, where it's changed my friendship or it ended it for one reason. Um, a lot of times I think it's, uh, maybe a new, like a love interest. Maybe you get engaged or it's weird or somebody gets married. It changes and it yep. can be sad. Yeah. So but it's okay to know, see it for what it is, where it's like, you know what, that friendship was there for a time, and yeah. now it's ending, and then and, and that's fine. It's yeah. the keeping of those friendships for too long that I, t it took a long time for me to learn that, where it's like, this friendship has died a long time ago, like, let's, let's just, like, bury it. Yeah. Um, but with, with the friends having kids, I've had friends that were just, oh, well, we're just going to be total drunk losers and we're still just and the kids just need to deal with it it's like well that's not where we're at we're gonna hide our drunkenness a little bit more than you guys are <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, yeah, but, I, I, yeah yeah i had a friend who was uh like a technical uh, literally she was a full-blown alcoholic and um it got worse as she was before i knew her but it got worse and uh she had a couple kids uh and I never thought they were in danger. I don't want to get too off topic, but her life was so crazy to me. Like I would try to give her advice. This was before I knew like, you know what? Don't try to right. talk yourself blue telling someone, even if yep. they're seeking your advice. And I'm not saying I'm perfect. I'm far from it, but um, her life was really out of control. And, um, I was like, I don't know what to do. Like, you're spiraling, and you keep on making, like, awful, awful decisions. Um, anyway, whatever. But about friends, um, it, you know, things change. But yeah. the whole the whole thing, like, should I tell her about the eating? No, Oof. you shouldn't. Back to no. that. To me, I would just say, you know what? Um, we're just not friends anymore. <laughs> no, just kidding. Um, yeah, I, I mean... I, yeah, I, I just would realize that our, I would see that as a red flag on her parenting and friendship, and I, there's no way I could tell someone, if they already don't know that that's a problem, right? they shouldn't have been having kids in the first place, so it's like, um... Well, do you want to make the rest of your trip awkward? Right. I would just say, you know what, I'm going to ignore that, and you're going to have a horrible person that you're raising and yeah, i'm just like you'll find life. out one way or another it's right. not on me to right educate you, nothing I, that you know, i can say is going to change that people know that that's bad they are choosing to make that decision to be lazy and i i can't change that that's fine that's yeah uh, that's on them yeah so and if you want to keep that relationship don't say anything <laughs> yeah exactly the caller also mentioned that this 
they they were not sure how they should proceed because they know that this person is not good at taking criticism like this. So uh, I I would like an update from this person, see how yeah. they handled it, and uh, yeah, can't wait to hear what happened. Yeah, I phased those friends right out. I think we need to move on to the Thursday show. Yes, please. We were her little water pies sent <laughs> in by none other than Lisa Lowry. Lisa, how much are you paying Allison <laughs> to pick your yeah. carbs and what and the fuck jobs? is a water pie? Oh, um, <laughs> yeah, you know, I uh, my Patreon, it's a secret Patreon. It's level. a secret, exactly. Yeah, it's like, you know, in and out there's a secret um menu it's there's a secret menu on allison's patreon where you can get your car mysteriously read every week no i'm actually surprised she picked it and also we never got an answer about last week's carb that was not anywhere on patreon but she really did two, she did pies two day two weeks in a row so hmm. lisa what's a water pie it's delicious and really? i'm surprised it's delicious um my daughter was on a real baking kick so she was like cooking making cookies and Aww. every recipe we could come up with she was and she was making them on her own and they were like the best wow. where i was like i can't eat this many cookies because i'll really be huge and so my mm -hmm. husband was taking them to work and they're all now asking like where are these cookies Aww, these, uh, these perfect cookies Aww. um and she because she has once school started she doesn't have time to make anything new but i told her about the peanut butter bread that is a a depression era recipe that that actually jenna she talked about i think she made it and she talked about it on couple friends mm. and so we made that and then that led to so many other depression era things like bologna casserole some other disgusting sounding things <laughs> but water pie i was like hmm that okay. sounds so bland yeah so we looked at it, and I thought, okay, well, we're going to make it. But I thought, man, these depression-era people have some pretty good ingredients because my daughter made the crust uh, from scratch. So, you know, it was a delicious crust. Then the you literally pour a cup of water into your pie crust. I'm like, this is going to be disgusting. <laughs> this can't be a thing. Yeah. Um, but you put lots of butter in it and I think cinnamon or something. I don't know, but it turns – it makes – and eggs, and then it turns into like a custard. So it's like a clear custard that is hmm. freaking delicious. Yeah, that doesn't sound bad. Yeah, if you said custard pie, it's like, oh, yeah, that sounds good. If you said water pie, it's like, oh, yeah. Are you okay? <laughs> Moving on from that shocking carb that I'm sure we'll have at the next get together. The guests for this week were Mary Catherine Hamm and Jenna Kim Jones. I'm shocked it took this long to get this group together, but I'm glad they did. And there was no politics chat, but there was plenty of gal chat and a lot of hair chat. Oh, man. Mm -hmm. So much. As a guy, I am kind of on the same page as Tony. You mean forget Tony? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know what? I forgot to mention that uh, yesterday, but fortunately Poor you reminded me. Tony. It's... I like futon Tony or futoni. Futoni. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Um, I think I'm going to have to sign on to twitter.com slash yes, Allison do. Rosen and tell her that it's forget Tony. Um, <laughs> nope. Back it up. Beep, beep, beep. Sorry, forgot tony. Thank you. <laughs> it's forgot tone. But, <laughs> but if you're remembering him, it's not forgot tone. 
That's his new nickname, not Forgot Tones. <laughs> well, but I love that she. There was a callback to that. It's like, oh, poor Tony. <laughs> Speaking of hair and Tony, I like him. Don't wash it all the time. I wash it about once a week because my hair's not exposed. But you ladies have to, thanks to this, you know, society where you have to please men, you gotta wash <laughs> your hair much more often. So I'm curious. What's in the shower? Do you have one bottle? Six bottles? Two bottles? Lisa? Oh, shit. I can go on for days on this one. Okay. And you have really long hair. So my hair is now past my waist. Uh, and it's thick. And it's... Mm, I know Allison says she has curly hair. My hair is... Mm, that would be a compliment. Let's see. Wavy. Um, No. Frizzy is what it is naturally. So I have to really Mine tame too. it. Okay. And you live in the South. So that's like... When I lived in Texas, luckily I didn't go through puberty in Texas. I still had good hair before I moved. But right. when I visit, oh boy, hold on. I just spit out an olive I'm trying to eat <laughs> from my dirty martini. Okay, I only wash my hair, like Jenna said, like I kind of forget when I do because, man, there were so many topics here that I want to talk about that I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. let's talk about this. Um, I wash my hair probably every third day. I would love to embrace a curlier hair, but I don't have curly hair and I'm not about to actually curl my hair because that's ridiculous. And with long hair, it's too heavy. It, it won't hold a curl. So I have to do straight hair, but in general day to day, I wash my hair. I put it up in a bun and let it air dry for like a day or two. Then I put some frizz serum on it and brush it and, Actually, I try to do that before I put it in the bun. So then when I can take it out, it's nice and wavy. Or I'll get it straightened, which I've not done since March. Um, but, so that's in general what I do. But also, there's so much. I don't even know what your question was, Rafi, but I have so many things to talk about with this. The shampoo. Oh, shampoo mm-hmm. bottles. I have two different kinds. I also bought into the whole you have to trick your hair situation. Um, I don't. I kind of think that's true, but I don't. I kind of think so. But I also don't, I used to also buy into you have to buy the right shampoo that matches the conditioner. When I was growing up, like, I always had, like, matching everything. Now, it's whatever shampoo and whatever, I have two different kinds. One is because, well, whatever. Um, But conditioner, I finally learned, because much like Jenna, I run out of conditioner first and then I have all the shampoo. So I'm like, why do I not buy two to one? So I finally learned buy two conditioners to every shampoo. Um, Because with shampoo, I don't use a lot like she does. I lather. It's plenty. I only wash my roots. Exactly. That's exactly what I I do not lather and (laughs) mix too much with the roots. Yep. I just wash the roots. That's it. Rinse. And then with conditioner, I only do the ends. And then I sometimes will work it back up to the roots, but barely. Um, yeah. But I use a ton because I have a lot of hair. You and have a lot. Yeah, that's different. If I don't, it literally is a rat's nest. And it kind of is already with the conditioner. But if I don't, it's a mess. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe I should stop talking. I'll let you, Nina, talk some more about what your regimen. But, yeah, I, I have learned not to fall into the hype of, like, I need to buy this or that. Uh, I do... Like I said, I have the shampoo for just the roots, and I don't wash it too often to get the natural oils, and I do I do use a lot of conditioner. Basically, 
Right. Um, I use, lately I've been using Nexus, which isn't like high, high end or anything, but it's not like the cheap stuff. So I've been using that. I try to wash my hair like every other day. I try to do every third, but then my hair just looks like an oily mess. <laughs> it, it's never gotten used to, and you know, they say if you wash too much, you're, it'll be too much oil production, and that's right. why your hair does get oily. Um, it still produces the oil. Anyway, um, I just try not to put too much heat product or heat styling on it so it doesn't damage it, and where the hell am I going to go anyway? So I don't mess with it unless, like, I'm going to go out somewhere. Um, I was telling Rafi yesterday that I've been obsessed, actually, with what I want, what I may want to do with my hair next month. I have an appointment scheduled. Um, my hair right now, it's very dark brown because that's my natural color. And I want to do something a little different, nothing drastic. I was thinking about doing some balayage on it. Um, I, I don't even know what this is. Tell me okay, what this well, is. Okay, well, he did. I was surprised. He's like, oh, yeah, I know what that is. Yeah, he's more um, of a girl than is, I am. <laughs> it is not like, it's kind of like highlights, but it's a, a technique of coloring your hair to where it's kind of blended and it kind of gives you, it's not all, all the way to the root. It, it kind of, it's supposed to give you like a, a, a subtle, like an ombre type of? Not quite ombre. I don't okay. want that. Okay. Um, but it's just to where it blends in a little bit of color, just so okay. it gives your hair some multi-tonal whatever. I want to look like, hey, look at me, uh, my different colored hair. <laughs> I don't want any. I don't want anything too drastic. And I've taken so many pictures off of Instagram, like screenshots. Like, yeah, like I need to show her all these pictures so she has like a really good idea of what I want. Um, I will need to cover, I have like sporadic gray, um, that I'll need to cover. I'm a little nervous, but I just, I want to do a little something different to my hair. It needs to like brighten up my look or something. I need something. So I kind of feel the same way. Um, little Rafi's new AK is sporadic gray, but <laughs> I want to, I, I know that Lauren has already gone the blonde route and I want to be, what you're saying sounds like something I should probably do. Although I feel like something I want to do is just be drastic and just like, let's just go platinum blonde. But um, that would be so much work. Yeah, I didn't know. And that's the thing is I don't have time for fixing roots and dealing with stuff. So my friend Brittany is a hairstylist. She's like, let's find something where you can lighten it up, but like make it more manageable where it's like blended. And it sounds like exactly what you're talking about. Exactly. It's supposed to be a little uh, lower maintenance than highlights. I don't want them chunky or anything. Like I even even have a couple pictures to show her like, this is what I do not want. (laughs) Like That is so smart. (laughs) Like there's a picture. Absolutely no on this. There's this girl I, I know on Facebook and I'm like okay i do not want that so what i did was i took a screenshot and i blacked out her face and like her name and i'm like i'm gonna show her this like this is what i do not want i just want to do something a little different to me i don't want it i want a little bit shorter um and yeah so i was thinking about doing something a little shorter because i feel like hmm how can I say this without being rude? When I curl my hair, no, I'm not even going to say it. It doesn't look great. And um, I love a curly look, but like Allison was saying, it doesn't stay. So like a straight hair, I can rock it for like four days, not wash it. If they yeah. do it for me, it's fine. But when I curl my hair, it lasts for one 
hour maybe <laughs> probably like, because yeah. the weight the weight yeah. of the hair yeah. that's just how but it I'd is like something drastic i would like to like originally when i was starting to lose weight i said when i get to my goal weight that's when i'm going to treat myself to blonde hair because for some reason in my mind you have to be smaller to have blonde hair <laughs> i don't know what it is i don't think so it's just i, I don't know I, like, I didn't know that jenna had naturally very dark hair I've seen pictures, so I do know, but I've also seen the roots, I think. But also, yeah. I think I've heard her talk about it. But that's a lot of upkeep. It I mean, is. I that's why have... I would not do that. And then, if you did do that, which she probably has to do this, too, um, you have to constantly do, like, a color yeah. fading, like, make sure it doesn't get brassy and yep. orange. The toning. Constantly. You have to have the purple the toning. Exactly. conditioner and shampoo so i have that too but i saw because i have a platinum um i i bleach underneath my hair like a layer so because i didn't want that to get brassy i got the special shampoo for it and it's like okay this is just silly at this point yeah i'll probably have to do that if i go through with this bailey arch thing which i probably will um like i said i want something pretty subtle but i just want it to be like hey like you can tell that my hair has yeah. a little bit of dimension to it yes look at me i'm living life subtly exactly I, like <laughs> I want that too i want i want some sort of a change i don't want it to be too drastic but but then again i i kind of want to just go out to my to, to my friend and just tell me tell her to tell me like this is what we're doing and her, like, up to her discrepancy, I'm into it. But I, I, but the keep up is going to be something because I'm very lazy with going in and, like, making time for myself yeah, or whatever. So Exactly. And the, um, the money commitment, all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's too much. Mm -hmm. I, I know they talked about the shampoos and when herbal essences came onto the scenes, how, like, mm -hmm. everybody wanted that. And I know for me, like, when I smell that now, I can't smell it anymore. And it's, it's a little strong, but they have different, it is. Uh, uh, I think it's called bio essences. I don't even know. Some, I don't know. Whatever. But all of their different smells or flavors are so good. And it actually made my hair feel differently after I used it. But also when you like going back to do you trick your hair when I use different shampoos, it does change a little bit. Kind of. Uh, yeah. But in general, to me, I think it's all about conditioners. And I've just recently gotten into, well, sorry, not gotten into, I just ordered some hair masks and some deep conditioning yes. uh, treatments because I think that's where my big change is going to lie. <laughs> and, well, I need to start doing that too. I have a sample that I got from Sephora that uh, I need to use, but also using a, like a heat protection spray, like before you like blow dry oh. your hair and... Style. See, I don't even do any of that anymore. Yep. I, I, I don't blow do dry it. my hair. I do flat iron my bangs, and that's about all the hair upkeep that I do, and the, and, and I'm done. I know Allison was talking about pant or, uh, finesse. Yeah, I remember um, that, the dark blue bottle. Ruffy, are you still there? Uh, I fell asleep, but I just woke up. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's because I'm. Uh, you can hear the text messages coming through the phone. Oh, okay. Yeah, I did hear that. The vibration. Um, yeah, finesse was something, but for me, before Herbal Essences was Pantene, the yeah. smell of that, I was like, oh, oh my God, that was the smell. But like all of those things, I don't want to smell any of it anymore. Nah. Well, but, you ladies yeah. don't have to spend so much money on all these products because you could no, just shampoo and shampoo and condition and condition. And if that doesn't work, <laughs> tomato sauce. Yeah, exactly. It's well, still there. It's still there. It's still there. 
Yeah. Well, moving on from all this gal chat, um, MK mentioned that her husband takes baths, and he is the manliest man to ever man, other than Tony Thaxton, of course. <laughs> but uh, they started talking about whether you, uh, you know, take baths versus showers, and if you take a quick one, or if you like to linger. Um, I'm pretty much in and out because I'm trying to get to work, Zip. but I, other, <laughs> otherwise <laughs> I would linger, but I'm curious, what do you guys do in the shower? Not like that, Lisa. Oh, <laughs> sorry. I was about to answer. I'm, I, I'm in the shower maybe eight minutes. I don't linger and I don't take baths. I just don't have the time. Like, uh, I don't feel like cleaning the tub specifically to get a bath and then my daughter, you know, she'll be wondering what I'm doing, and I don't know. Oh, good point. Yeah, yeah. I, I, so I take a bath every single night, but I only gave that to myself when my kids were a little older, and, okay. they could, and I could tell them, this is my time. So I don't, it's, it started at, as a, a place I could go where no one interrupted me for once. That's true. So I was like, okay. When your kids are older. Yes. So I was like, okay, this is a place where I can go to escape. So that became a place where I'm just going to sit and hang out. And then I would have candles or I'd have wine or whatever or bubbles. Um, I don't have a lot of all of that anymore, but I still, like, I don't shower in the morning. The only time I shower is when I really want to, like, rinse my hair out after I've washed it. Like, I feel like in the bath it doesn't do a great job. Right, but I don't really care because because I don't care. <laughs> but um, with baths, I feel like there's so much disconnect with uh, many layers here. First of all, Allison feels like when she goes in there, she's bored. She doesn't know what to do. I think she needs a glass of wine for starters. Like it's because she doesn't have her phone. Yes. But guess who's on her phone in the bath? Me. Mm, that's funny. <laughs> Which is probably not a good idea. I would um, be too nervous. Yeah. So I am on the phone in there. That's when I'm like, I'm going to clean out some emails and I'm going to be like texting in real time with uh with, with Ruffy and Jen and Lauren. So like I said, if I'm texting you right away, I'm typically in the bath. But um, yeah, I'll still shave my legs in there. I wash my hair in there. And this like myth that hair and dirt sticks to you like it all comes off like people are crazy like they think that you're not going to be get clean in a bathtub i just want you to know that when babies are born until they're i don't know when they start taking showers they are taking a bath they are getting clean (laughs) so i don't know why adults can't figure out that you're getting clean too (laughs) that's a poor example because kids are not out there working every day getting sweaty getting dirty no here's the difference you get dirty i do not oh (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) okay fair enough a baby will get clean in the bathtub just like i will (laughs) so what we're saying is that you're a baby twice (laughs) in two weeks yeah um just so you know, my husband came in to bring me a seltzer at that moment. <laughs> <laughs> if only you could hear the context of it. <laughs> so you're dirty, <laughs> is what I said. Speaking of husbands, MK, the last time she was on, she had just gotten engaged. And now she has been married for some time. They got married in March in Aruba, right before everything went to shit. That sounds like... um. A very lovely place to have a wedding. So, yeah. I think it's really, 
Uh, it's cool that she's gotten married. So that's like a whole other thing, right? With like her background. With her yeah. Background. I mean, I mean, I, I think that's kind of I, I, that's a crazy thing to be going through. Like, it must be a lot of guilt and like happiness all at once. I don't know. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, I'm so glad there was no politics in this episode. Good lord. I didn't think there would be. You know. I wasn't sure. I, I know that there was, you know, the, a little posing and tumultuous talk on the Facebook right, group. Right, right, right. Um, but also maybe her position or Republicans' position on a lot of issues that are, you know, human right. issues. Right, um, right. But this was light and fluffy and fun. And it was it a was. lot of gal chat. Mm-hmm. It was. Well, speaking of light and fluffy and fun, we got an MK quiz. I didn't do as well as Jenna, but I did pretty good because I follow, I don't follow her on Instagram, but I do see her posts somewhat often. So I'm curious, how did you guys do on the quiz? I didn't take score, but I really, it was just guesses for me because I, I don't know her. I got well. two out of six. Piss poor is how I did. <laughs> wow. I guess you don't like your butt rubbed and your pork pulled. Pork pulled, yeah. <laughs> you know, I obviously saw, I'll buy that shirt. Too sweet. I, a long time ago, a long time ago, I saw a bumper sticker. I don't know. Maybe this one's common. I don't know, but it says, "If you're going to ride my ass, you better pull my hair." Oh, oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm like, my gosh. Oh. Like, who would have that on their, on the back of their car? So when was I in your state? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, we'll drop you in your state. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, wow. There is some place in Colorado, and I need, I, I had taken a picture. They sell this dumb bumper sticker that it's like something like about beaver and God, I wish I could remember what it was. But there's a place in Colorado, and I've only seen the sticker like once or twice, but it has something to do with beaver. I think it's like, I love beaver. I don't know. I have to look. You know, little Rafi, if you're confused about beaver, then there, there's there's a problem. <laughs> beaver. Speaking of, well, not speaking of, but I thought that would be a really good drop. I love beaver. But Tony really <laughs> needs to get on the drops. Yeah, he, needs he to does. Make them. He needs to make them. She needs to not ask for them. He needs to make them. There's been so many where Allison says something like, oh, that's going to be a drop. I'm like, oh, shit. Colonel Jeff's not in the house. That's not going to be a drop. He doesn't make drops. That's not his thing. Well, on this episode, he actually dropped a few, and it just so happened that MK happened to talk over them like twice. Oh, right. But he was he was trying, you know. He's, I mean, maybe he's trying. he has made a few. That's not right. But it's not like, um, hey, let's master. make this part of the show comedically or something. Right, right. Necessarily. Yep, that's true. I'm talking shit. Um, <laughs> Thank you. It needed to happen. <laughs> We've been going for quite some time here, and I feel like I don't want to take up too much of Nina's time. Lisa, Aww. your time is invaluable. Or you not valuable is what I meant. Um, oh. But... <laughs> is it okay it's six unfortunately i think i'm gonna have to go because i think my mom has to leave here soon unfortunately i'm so sorry no no um, don't that's apologize. okay i'm so glad you were able to make it for pretty much the entire show twice <laughs> thank you I'm, I'm glad you all had me in the first place yes thank you for coming back on i'm so sorry but where oh, can where can people find you if uh you want to be found instagram it's nina hartley 83 
Twitter, Nina Lusk 83, and that's that's it. Those are the two. Uh, yeah, if you can't find her there, just Google Nina Hartley and uh, <laughs> yeah. just you know that's go me. where your heart takes you. That's what's that's taking me. you. Yep, yep, yep. Follow where the heart leads. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Nina, thank you so much for being on. Uh, we have been going for quite some time, but Lisa, did you pick a JMO? Let's see. Sorry, I had to text something snarky to the dream team. No, oh boy. Um, sure, it's about me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just a funny view. Let's see. I think I would like to, to talk about Leela's JMO. She said that she only calls kids and pets nuggets. And what's so funny is, and not hot guys, um, what's so funny is is that when Allison was talking about that she used to call hot guys nuggets or nugs in, I guess, the 90s in high school, um, it didn't dawn on me that I call my kids nuggets or like look at these little nuggets or my little nuggets like i don't say nugs because like hmm, that's totally lame but nuggets i totally use that for kids and animals too when i didn't like connect the dots on that one so that when she says like oh my god i totally do that too but i didn't think about it that is interesting i don't call anything a nugget definitely (laughs) well they uh, eat often. I, <laughs> I'm usually stealing them from nine-month-olds, but yeah. Yeah, I don't do that, but um, good for you guys, I guess. Um, the JMO I wanted to talk about was kind of a continuation. Marcy Sheehan sent in a JMO about read receipts yes. and how her family has them for each other. And I think that is smart if you are a parent a that you should force <laughs> oh, yeah. your kids to have them on so you know they're seeing what you're sending them and you're not, you know, worried, like, did they see this or what's going on? So I think it's good for families, but if you're just regular people, like friends or whatever, and you've got your read receipts on, you're a psycho. Let me ask you, why do you say that? Because this came up last week on something, but we never talked about it. And I wanted to talk to you because you're Mr. iPhone and Mr... A.K.A. the Blue Bubble Boy. Correct. Um, So I wanted to know, like, what's your beef? Like, why do you care if you know that I read your thing or that you've read mine? Like, why does it matter to you? Well, I would... So in this case, I would have to turn it on for... In general, you should turn it on. (laughs) Oh, sorry. What were we talking about? (laughs) You would have... I would have... Wait. I'm confused. I think you have to turn it on so I can so I could see that you read it. But okay. so what I mentioned yesterday with Nina is that I I saw someone probably like a tweet or something where they said that they put their their read receipts on so that you can know that I saw this and I choose I'm choosing not to respond like it's oh, a power move. So tough. Okay, so I didn't realize that there was something you could turn on. I saw it on my settings the other day after last week. I was like, oh, I could turn that on. But, like, in general, like, that's nice and comforting to know that someone received it and read it. Like, on Twitter, it's the same way. You could see if someone's read something. 
Like, what do you? So much like Trump, you didn't answer my question. So what are you hiding? I'm not hiding anything, but it just it's like a power move where uh, if I see that, okay. if I send you a message like, hey, Lisa, Seinfeld reference, Seinfeld reference, and it says <laughs> red, but you haven't replied. <laughs> I'm like, oh, so I guess just fuck me then, huh? I guess so I'm you know stupid. What, you know what motion I'm making. <laughs> exactly. And so it's just like a it's it, it changes the power balance and the dynamic, but it's. I mean, it's Bye. acceptable because I know I know in reality, sometimes you read a message and you just haven't replied yet, but you right. read it. But there are some times where I'm like, shoot, I just read that and I was at a stoplight and now I can't answer. So I can't. So, yeah, it's not it's never a power move that I, my brain does not work that way. But there's also sometimes where I'll see messages come in on certain things like messenger or something where I will read it without opening it like they did last week where you could just like look at the notification you can kind of see what it says and you're like i'm gonna leave that unread for a good week <laughs> not for a power move just because i don't want to open conversations <laughs> exactly like so. uh like a wise woman once said leave his text on red leave his balls on blue <laughs> <laughs> Were you reading my diary yet again? <laughs> During this part of the show, I don't know what came up, how this came up, but Allison started doing a terrible recreation of TikTok. Oh, yeah, they were talking about how they're not on TikTok. Clearly. And so I yesterday did a terrible recreation of my favorite TikTok, and I'm going to insert the audio here, but I guess I'll describe it for you, Lisa. I don't know if you've seen this because I know you love TikTok. Hey God, what's up? Hey Angel, did you give the dinosaurs more muscle like I asked? What? I told you to make them meteor. Make them a meteor. 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 And I don't know why that is so fucking funny to me. It's like a it dumb is. joke. And it's like it a play on words, but her acting and just, it was so funny to me. It is funny, and it is also funny that we would have to look to TikTok for this kind of humor. But um, this is funny, it, and I did see this. I have, I like I said, I did start an account on TikTok, but also like Mary was saying, Mary sounds weird. She's not a Mary. She's MK, Mary Catherine. Um Another thing, like, I just learned how to do Instagram thanks to your 30-day jobs. Like, I think I'm finally getting the hang of it, and now everyone's like, oh, there's a new thing. That's how things work for us old people. I finally learned it. <laughs> As a wise woman once said, crack a book. Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was going somewhere else. Um, uh... I, because it's a wise woman, not a dumb dude. <laughs> Wow, how dare you? As a dumb dude would say, crack a pot. <laughs> That's you. <laughs> this this kind of like led into some talk about, you know, being away from your phone. And MK was saying how she'll, she made a rule with herself where she can't look at her <sighs> phone until she works out or until she reads a book or sometimes both in the morning. And That's a tough one. Can you imagine? Yeah, she's just such a like a get shit done kind of person that she has this yeah. kind of self control. I can I put like for the weekend, I typically will just have my phone 
in my room. I don't, I'm not on it. I don't care, whatever. But did you just fart or was that a farting noise? (laughs) Um, I didn't hear anything. Okay. (laughs) So wise woman once thought fart noise. But um, I, in the morning, the first thing, because I get, I wake up so fucking early that the first thing I do is turn on my phone and then it's like, oh, what's Lauren up to? And then what's Rafi up to? And then eventually what's Dr. Jen to? Like, I like to see where my orders are, like what's getting delivered today, what's going on, okay. And then I'll put my phone away and then I can get my shit started. Like I'm getting my day started. I'll get my exercise in. I'll get the kids ready for school, all the stuff that needs to happen, animals fed, whatever. But the first thing I do is, like, the screen is waking me up, like, okay, what's going on in the world? Like, is Trump still alive? Well, yeah, this, they started talking about, Allison mentioned that she didn't find out the news about Trump having COVID for, like, an hour and a half. So I was, I was thinking, like, I mean, we all want to know everything at, like, as soon as it happens. But in reality, it doesn't affect us. Like, unless you were hanging around the White House a couple of days ago. Right. What do you care? Well, in general, I don't give a crap about any of that stuff. If I was five days late, ten days late, five years late, I don't give a shit. But to, except for that, that one thing, I was so happy that I was literally online at the time and saw it. And I looked at something and then all of a sudden it was deleted. The information was deleted from something from the website. And then my kids were like, Trump's got COVID. I'm like, oh my God. So that was one of those things where I was so happy to be in the moment and not like waking up to it. Not that it changed anything in my life, but it was like, I, like I said last week, I slept very well that night. But well, you know what? in general, like I really don't care. I don't care about anything that's going on in the world and life. Like I just want to be in my own bubble for like, a time you know what i missed on twitter during that time is um, everything because you pretend to not be on twitter your left wing tweets and squeeze me and excuse me and i also missed kelly's tweet saying Mm. is Mm. anyone Mm. else Mm. horny Mm. because because of lisa's left wing tweets or something like that they were not left wing they were anti-trump tweets and so she was asking if is anyone else horny and I thought this is probably the best tweet I've ever read in my entire life. <laughs> uh I think that makes two of us. <laughs> I there's so many times but uh even there's more where I'm like I don't it's not that I don't want to offend people because I really don't care about that. I don't want a conversation with someone that doesn't agree with me on that because it's never going to go anywhere and it's only going to cause me stress and I don't want stress. I just want to be like this, two people that that agree. That's it. I really don't care. I don't want people to be like, well, what about this? Like, no. This turd is floating around in this fucking bowl and we let this weasel of weasel family get into the White House. Like, every one of them, if you look at their faces... On the cover, they may look beautiful in some respects to some people. I don't know who, not me. But they they look like weasels, and they've gotten into the White House, and I don't know how we let this happen, and we need to change that. So motherfucking vote. I know, I, I realize Biden's not a great second choice, or, or first choice. It's not a great choice in general. 
But literally anything's better. Get that fucking Trump th- shit out of there. Put your do you did you register, little Rafi? Are you gonna vote? God damn it, Lisa! What kind of fucking garbage person do you think I am? I've got my ballot right here next to me right okay. now. Okay, is your I'm, name spelled correctly? Unlike mine. <laughs> uh, unlike you, I do not commit voter fraud. I, I do it on purpose. I'm registered I... to vote. And uh, I think this is a great place to end the episode on your left-wing rants. And um, My God, man. <laughs> yeah, uh, everyone should vote. But Lisa, yeah, if... Uh, as a wise woman once said, vote for a, a rapist, not a pussy grabber. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> this, this is like the Jesus and Mero show where they say crazy shit and then just go allegedly, <laughs> allegedly, allegedly. <laughs> It's so funny that, like, Trump could make a rapist look good. Like, that's really crazy. But, like, get the him the shit out of there. His whole family riding the coattails of this nonsense. Sorry. I'm just going to keep on going. And, and you should stop me. Thank you. Where should we find what, what's happening? Well. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> if you would like to be on this show and uh, talk about alleged things, you can go to bfancast at gmail.com and send us an email you can follow the show at BF Fancast on Twitter. You can uh, find me at RMCGS on Instagram. And Lisa, where can we find you? You can find me at BFF Lisa Lowry parody. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> at BFF Lisa Lowry on Twitter and at BFF Lisa Lowry on Instagram, I believe. Oh, and do you want to follow me on TikTok? Don't, because I'm not going to tell you what my name is there. <laughs> I was going to say, um, no, I don't. <laughs> oh, you piece of shit. Because TikTok is the devil. Do you want to know my name there? Because no. I did start, I started a Twitter account. I think I started like three things. I'm like, I need to just like break free from this whole like thing and like at some point be something else. Okay, you're dying to tell me what your fucking no, TikTok name is. Nope, nope. Okay. I'm not going to, Good. I'm not going to feed the devil. Good. Alright. Yeah, that's it for this week, and we'll be back next week with Lisa Lowry and some more great guests. Can't wait. Yellow seven nice abilities on display. My nigga Bongo hooked it up. Oh my god, dip my rim.
couple days so they can ride out to the honeycomb hide out. I'm show you how to wild out like Jack Tripper. Let me be Bambino on your slippers. YKK on your zipper. Lick you like a lizard when I'm slizzard or sober. Six million ways to fold ya. Like Noah's, I get two of you and you get pretty deep. But I call your ass from 80s. I know you'll be there for me, girl. Running off at their mouth and telling me everything that's on your nasty mind. They say you're malnutrition, the need of vitamin D, and inviting me to that tingle in your spine. I love who you are, love who you ain't. You're so and frank. Let's hit the attic to hide out for about two weeks. Rick chains and no chains and whips. I do some lips to hips, jerk, and double time the boy next door the freak. Ha ha ha. Automatic, ooh, ooh, ooh. compatible, creative. 